Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Throughout American history, Christian people who have called themselves Baptists have stood courageously for the scriptures being their sole authority for faith and practice. Tradition is not the Christian's authority. The church is not the authority. The Bible and the Bible alone defines what we believe and how we live. Baptists have also stood for the Bible teaching that baptism is to be by immersion and only after profession of faith in Jesus Christ for salvation. Paedo-baptism, which is the baptizing of babies, is not found anywhere in the Bible. And though it's been embraced by many Christian denominations, including the official state churches in colonial days, Baptists have always stood firmly against it. Baptists have stood firmly for the separation of church and state, for individual soul liberty, and for fervent evangelization, which means a never-ending effort to spread the gospel, win souls to Christ, and establish new churches. It's important that you don't miss that it's these things that have always distinguished Baptists. They are what make a Baptist a Baptist. And historically, it's vital to understand how the mainstream denominations have opposed the people who held firmly to these scriptural concepts. So when we talk about Baptist history, we're not discussing the history of a club or a group. We're tracing the lives of individuals who have seen for themselves what the Bible teaches and then proceeded to serve Christ on that basis, no matter what popular opinion might say. A significant portion of Baptist history in America can be traced to the Baptists of Wales. Historians who know the history of the Welsh Baptists say that their leader was a preacher named John Miles. John Miles was born in Wales in 1621. He began his college studies in 1636. After graduation, he entered the gospel ministry, and he started a church in 1649 in a Welsh town called Swansea. John Miles' ministry flourished in Wales, and he quickly became the leader of all the Welsh Baptists. In 1662, Parliament passed the Act of Uniformity, which required that all worship had to conform to the standards of the Church of England, and all preachers had to be ordained as ministers of the Church of England. If you didn't comply, you couldn't hold government office, and you couldn't have church or be a church leader. Because of the Act of Conformity, approximately 2,500 men were removed or resigned from their place in the Church of England. It caused the Welsh Baptist preacher John Miles to decide that it was time to move to the New World. John Miles and a good portion of his Baptist congregation left Wales and set sail for America. In 1663, they settled in Rehoboth, Massachusetts and began meeting as a congregation in the home of John Butterworth. They officially formed a church, which was the first Baptist church ever in Massachusetts. The town of Rehoboth was located within Plymouth Colony, which meant they were under the jurisdiction of the Court of Plymouth. Please don't miss this. I love our pilgrim heritage and our Plymouth forefathers. Their faith and sacrifice are very dear to my heart. But understand, the pilgrims didn't come to the New World to provide freedom of worship to everybody. 
the pilgrims came to the new world to pursue freedom of worship for themselves, and they certainly earned the right to define the rules of their own colony. But if you lived in the Plymouth colony, you had to practice their faith. The Baptist faith, defined largely by the principles I mentioned earlier, was not the faith of the Plymouth colony. And the major point of difference was the matter of infant baptism. The pilgrims believed in it. The Baptists, of course, did not. So, in 1667, John Miles was fined by the Court of Plymouth for holding unauthorized worship services in Plymouth Colony. At the same time, the Court of Plymouth had sympathy for the Baptist right to practice their faith freely. So, on October 30, 1667, the Court of Plymouth granted the Baptists the right to settle in a place called Wanamoiset. The men who had started the church in Rehoboth moved their families and their church to Wanamoiset. They built homes, and they built a meeting house for their congregation. They changed the name of their town to Swansea, after the town they had been compelled to leave behind in Wales. For many years, the town of Swansea, Massachusetts, played a key role in advancing the cause of Christ throughout Massachusetts. John Miles pastored the church until his death in 1683. He's buried in a small cemetery in Barrington, Rhode Island, not far from Swansea. His burial place isn't marked, so there's a large boulder in the shade of a tree with the name John Miles engraved on it, acknowledging that the pastor of the First Baptist Church in the state of Massachusetts is buried somewhere in that cemetery. The state church in England drove the Baptist preacher, John Miles, to come to America, where he would have to contend with the state church in the Plymouth Colony. But God used him and his congregation to be the first of many Baptist churches over the last 350 years to be established and built in Massachusetts. Christian, opposition doesn't have to stop you. It can drive you forward for God's glory. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian.